You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to part two of our conversation with Laura Bell Bundy. If you haven't listened to part one yet, make sure you go check it out first. Thanks for listening. So clearly you've become passionate about women and history and speaking and getting the information out there. I mean, listening to the first episode, I was so I was so appreciative of the history, to be quite honest, because there are things that I don't know. And like you, I, I'm a, I believe myself to be an educated person who 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 has an interest in it to begin with. So the things that I was learning, I, I mean, oh my gosh, when you talked about um, birth control only being available to married couples to begin with. And I'm like, what kind of fucked up double standard is that? Like, I just couldn't wrap my mind around it. Um, So because sex is for procreation and nothing else. And people are still saying this. Mm -hmm. It's it's unbelievably mind boggling. Like in this day and age that that is still a common thought. Have it that way, guys. Okay, you white men making the laws. Have it that way. Well, God, they just want to like hold on so tightly to these, you know, long ago thoughts or from to be good, right? Quote unquote good and what makes someone honorable and a good person. And so much of it is wrapped up in religion and beliefs of what is right and wrong. That also was a book written by. But it's so hypocritical because because if they're saying it's for procreation, okay, great. So all those people you get pregnant, you have to be financially responsible for that child. Like it's just, it's unbelievable. But anyway, I, uh, you can tell uh, to our listeners that uh, Laura Bell's podcast will get you fired up. That is what I felt (laughs) like after listening to it. I was like, I'm ready to go to war. Where is the fight? Where are my gloves? Let's do this. No, in such a great way. I know. I'm fired up right now. Uh, exactly. Um, but for uh, to dive into your first episode, it's based on uh, uh-huh. your release, Get It Girl You Go, which you guys, the song, I, 
I once you listen to it, it will never leave your head. It's so fantastic. I love the juxtaposition of this kind of Andrew Sisters feel, which would equate to maybe an antiquated belief of what women's roles are, and then everything that you talk about and and the video that goes with it. So we're gonna play a really quick clip of it so you can get a taste and well, then we'll dive into some more with Laura Bell. The test arose with a diploma, no time to rest. Got a job, a flat, join the race. Never tell this woman she should know her place. Few years later, frames another degree. Filling up her seat cup, getting vitamin D. Took the baby to the dock, was almost late. For the big presentation that would pave the way. Made some noise so that the boys, they heard what she had to say. And dinner's on the table, spied a long ass day. Bought a baby girl, an airplane, and a son of a dog. No agenda with your gender. To watch the queen ascend Baby, how you feeling? Breaking that glass ceiling Time to run the world We're taking over this place Welcome to the future It was worth the wait It's so good um, Where did the exa- like inspiration for the song come from? Well, I knew that I wanted to have A song of celebration And up-tempo um, Celebrating how far we've come And uh, empowerment and what we have. So as many songs in the album talk about things we're striving for, we need or issues, but this is a celebration. And while it's also bringing up the fact that we're sort of required to do it all in order to do anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, uh, and, and so it, it just, it, I just wanted to, initially it was just like this um, up-tempo, fun feeling song that felt like an anthem is what I wanted. And then as I began to write it, I had just had a child and all of these messages about being a mom were just like so flowing out of me. Um, and this, cause it was my experience. So it, then it became like, oh wow, the song is going to be about she's doing this, she's doing that, and she's doing this, and she's doing that, and nothing can keep her down because she is powerful. And when something doesn't work for her, she's going to fight for it. Mm-hmm. So it's got a little fight in it. And then that's where it came from. I, I love, love that. I also love that the rhythm is the rhythm of a breast pump. <laughs> <Got I> mean, <laughs> yeah. That is a very specific, <laughs> specific thing to know. And I just... <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> you just keep doing that. it i'll sing the song I know, right? there you go there you go well and i just love that it, like you said it's like a, it's a celebration i feel like jess and i are always texting each other being like you're such a rock star like you did all these things today you're doing it all you're you're keeping your kids alive and you're creating and you're doing all the things like we're always saying you're doing all the things you're amazing like mm-hmm. constantly cheering each other on and how great to like have a song that's kind of like an anthem for that right yeah. like you're, you're doing it and it's hard. It's really hard, but we came from this place where we didn't have all the things we have now. So just think of what we continue to fight for and what we could possibly have. Exactly. And you know, it's like, get it, get it, get, get your thing, get, oh, I know. Get it girl, you go. Get it girl, you go. Um, and it's also, I think a little bit about, um, the future being female. Mm-hmm. And 
And the one thing that I do want to say is as we come up against an election right now and we come up against a Supreme Court nomination that feels like it's threatening our rights and freedoms as women, we cannot forget the progress we've had in the last four years. And that no matter who our leader is, we cannot stop moving because feminism is a runaway train. You cannot stop it. We will continue to progress. And no matter who gets elected, this thing is still moving because you want to get a show done in Hollywood right now? It ain't going to be a white man doing it. Nope. You want to get something made? It's the women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the diverse women. But we have to represent now. And that has already changed. That tide has turned. We it are has. not going back. No. And that no. is something I think Kara and I, this podcast has been so uh, driving for us. Also for that, we have found our voice within this. And we have found the want and desire to get up there in the march with you and spread the word and shout it out. And, you know, we're both raising daughters and I, I truly like, I, every time she knows who Hillary Clinton is, or she now knows who Kamala Harris is, and she knows who these women are and who are powerful. And she knows what they're capable of, what she is capable of and what she can do. And that has to continue because there is no going back. We are fucking awesome. And it's time. It's time that the rest of the world gets on board because we are, we will save it. We will save the world, the women. Because yeah. when you're an empathetic, compassionate, intelligent, driven person of perhaps a, a, a feminine gender or identifying as such, we make shit happen. Yeah, women Mamas get it make done. it happen. Women get women it done. Get it done. Yep. Yeah. I just had, I had to join in on your fire. (laughs) Multitasking. You know, we, we, we do it. And by the way, our whole existence is multitasking. We never stop moving. So, you know, if we're, we're, we're in constant motion all the time. And I think we have to also look at our rights as being in constant motion as well. Mm -hmm. And, um, and forward progression. Um, there are historical instances of women losing rights. There are, as I've been doing my research and it's scary, but I don't think we're going to ever let that happen. We can't Mm -hmm. Um, because we've seen progress regardless in the last four years. We have, we have to, we have to know that. And we've had major awakenings going on in this last year with people. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's their own privilege. Exactly. And I think that's what, if there's something to this administration's time, if there is a silver lining to it, it is that people have had their awakenings and their, um, the fire has been lit Yeah, and, and many, many people are finding their voices and raising them and, and fighting for change. Mm -hmm. And as horrible as this pandemic has been, I think that it has only, um, bolstered that those awakenings, you know, it's given people, space and time to evaluate, you know, it's kind of in the beginning, everybody was leveled to the same playing ground where everybody was quarantined and stuck in their own situation, you know, and, and had time in their brain to reflect on 
what it was that was happening. Now I don't have any time in my brain to reflect on anything because I feel like I'm busier than I've ever been in my life. (laughs) But here we are getting it done. Yeah. Right? Like getting it all done. (laughs) I know. Well, two, I'm starting to notice that some work is coming back. So now it's like, wait, wait, wait. I have this whole quarantine life and now wait, outside life is trying to happen. Uh, Other life, former life. uh, Now I've got to sort of kind of figure out how that works again. Um, there's been a lot of positive things I would say about the quarantine too, you know, in terms of family, in terms of the way my husband and I have reorganized the way we do things and the way we raise our son and him being able to be home and be with him and get this time with him and, um, and our responsibilities be adjusting, um, in, in terms of like him, seeing and understanding and noticing some of the things I was doing when I was home and now taking on those responsibilities. And it's actually improved our relationship. It's been nice. (laughs) Um, And my son is like obsessed with his dad. So it's awesome in that, in that way too. I don't know. That's a non sequitur. No, it's a a quarantine non sequitur, but um, you know, there was something that as we're talking about how, uh, this this election, what's on the table, and our rights and and freedoms. I think there's some major philosophical. What's the word here? Misunderstandings, internal misunderstandings people have. Uh, the the big one to me is the pro life issue. Mm-hmm. And, and this is it for me. What does it mean to be pro-life? If you talk about the sanctity of life, then you wear a mask when you mm-hmm. go in public so that you can protect other people's lives. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you can protect pregnant women and their unborn child from getting the coronavirus or elderly grandparents. It means that you care about gun regulation and reform so that less innocent lives are taken. You care about social justice reform so less black lives are taken. Why don't you think about the lives (laughs) of the people who were actually born? Right. You care about children in cages. Right. And ask yourself, which party is more for life? Because if this is a religious issue, you got to ask yourself the questions of, of, are you truly for life all the way around? Are you a hypocrite? Yeah. Do you support a life if it's gay? If right. it's transgen- transgendered, I mean, it's like, so and, you, yeah. And have you ever donated to a fund that helps young mothers with the cost of childbirth and childcare? Right. Ha- have you ever done that? Because if you're, if you're not for universal healthcare, because for a lot of women, the cost of having a child is too much. So if you're not for universal health care, which is helping people save their lives, I just, I have no respect for you. No, the hypocrisy. Your inability is- to understand that you are uh, 
not really thinking about it all the way around. Yeah. Here, here. Yeah. I no, really, I, I, the, the hypocrisy is what gets me every time, every time, every time. I mean, I was, I was raised Southern Baptist and I've got a lot of that still happening on my Facebook and things. And it is, that is not pro-life when that is the only thing you focus on. So if that's your issue, if that's the only, re, you know, if that's where you make your political decision and that's it, you're just a, it's a one issue party choice. You're just ignoring all of the other things right. so that, and there's not going to be one, if there's no party, that's just the life party. Right. Right. Then you have <laughs> decisions to make. I respect everybody's, uh, beliefs and opinions. But if you, if you are pro-life, then you're not for the death penalty and you are for universal right. health care and you are for gun control and you are for Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. Be consistent. Yes. Make a choice. It's what well, you do in acting. Exactly. <laughs> and like, and make, a strong, make a choice. Make a strong choice. You can be strong and wrong, but make a choice. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been strong and wrong. Same, same. <laughs> I mean, I think the bottom line is it's, a, it's, it's about empathy because so many people can't put themselves in somebody else's shoes who may not be able to pay for the the, the health care or or the birth of a child or cannot put their put themselves in in a black person's shoes who can't go out their door without feeling safe they cannot transport their understanding of the world to somebody else's and i think that's the bottom line for why we are where we are today you know it's people not not seeing the world for from eyes that aren't their own you know, and, and I think, look, that's a benefit to what we do, right? That's our job. Our job is to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes and figure out what their life is. Mm -hmm. So it's super easy. It's almost overwhelmingly easy to do it. And I feel like this day and age, and I, I'm going to get emotional because I feel like I can't even open my phone without feeling a gut punch for, for reading a story that happened to somebody or what is going on in our world. You know, it's so easy, easy to get overwhelmed by that. But instead of being overwhelmed, we should be impassioned and driven to vote, first and foremost, but to get this information out there in a digestible way that people can understand and maybe shift their perspective a little bit. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. Yes. I, that and fact checking. Hello. <laughs> because what happens is when you have a debate like we saw uh, last night or any damn debate, um, Information is coming to the public and then they're believing it and they're making sound bites of it 
and none of it's true. Mm-hmm. So to just keep yourself from looking like an asshole, um, figure out, is there some source online where you can fact check both sides? So you really just have the best information. Um, it's, and also making sure before you post a meme, which I've made this mistake before, that it's, you know, it might be funny and punchy uh, and zesty, but it's not true. And so that stuff is really important to do. And, you know, and I, I, I notice like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to have to like, make sure that what I'm putting out into the world is actually factual because once we start talking about what the facts are, then we, I think a lot of us realize that we're not as far apart as we thought we were Mm -hmm. and okay, here's some good things. Uh, that this party is doing and here's some not so great things this is party is doing and here's, but it doesn't have to be as polarizing. Right. Um, the problem is, is that people are basing a lot of their de- opinions right now on information that isn't real, okay. that isn't true. Yeah. Um, so I, that's, that's the thing that's, that really feels like, People are being duped. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to come out and say it. Donald Trump is a liar. Uh, he lies a lot, and so you got to do you got to do your research to know are are you are are the things that you're then spewing out into the world also lies. Just be responsible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's gray area too. There's opinion, um, which everybody's entitled to, and then there's just n- non-truth information. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Yes. All of that. Please vote. Listen to Women of Tomorrow, y'all. She's got Amy McGrath on there. Amy McGrath. We want to take out that turtle devil so badly, Mitch McConnell, (laughs) and get him out of there. So, you know, the conversation was great hearing her talk about the mental load, hearing her talk about real fast, hearing her talk about how being a fighter pilot is easier than being a mother. A mom. I mean, <laughs> what else do you and need running to know? For yeah. office. She was like, yeah. running for office is easier than being a mom. I was like, really? <laughs> hmm. Add that to your plate, Larva. <laughs> Add it on. Oh my gosh. No. Well, you, you're, you know, you, you're so passionate and vocal about so many about all of the women's rights, right? The women's history, the women's rights, moving us forward, progressing, but also bringing awareness to all sorts of traumas and situations that women encounter for better or for worse. And I wanted to ask you about, I just saw your video uh, for your cover of Girls Just Want to Have Fun, right? That's the next single off of the Women of Tomorrow album. And it illustrates the music video does it illustrates a woman's experience with domestic violence. And first off, before I actually started watching the video, I was, I heard the single, I heard the song and it's so haunting. Your cover is so haunting and so moving. And I love that. Well, I want you, I want to hear it from you. Cause I know that you listened to the lyrics and that's what led you to this. Correct. Mm-hmm. I, I was listening to the song one day. It was like, in my car. And, um, I 
real, I was like, ooh, if we slowed this down and we made this the style of this album, this would be a great cover. And so I started to like sing it to myself and I looked up the lyrics and I'm looking at it and I, I saw the line, some, some boys take a beautiful girl and hide her away for the rest of the world. I want to be the one who walks in the sun girls just want to have fun. And I was like, right. So that make that line makes you emotional. And I was like, man, you don't even hear it with that punchy production. Mm-hmm. And that's such an important lyric. And, um, and I think that's why I decided to, um, you know, make the video, uh, the issue that we're tackling here is a woman's experience in an abusive relationship. And it's Domestic Violence Awareness Month this month. Um, the numbers of cases of violent violence against women and partners um, has gone up in staggering amounts since the beginning of the pandemic because we're quarantined, stuck in the home, not getting escapes to go to work. Um, children are experiencing a more domestic abuse. Uh, so there is a fund uh, called the Des- uh, Domestic Violence um, Response Fund that um, I am working to raise money for with uh, Futures Without Violence and it supports women domestically who have been survivors of domestic violence and victims, um, but also um, women and children and men, transgender as well, especially there's a lot of domestic abuse in the transgender community. And um, that it also works on an international level through the United Nations. So that being said, I'm doing a virtual event uh, a live event on my YouTube channel next Thursday with, uh, for this fund to raise money for this fund, um, where people from futures without violence will be speaking on the topic, uh, a representative from ACLU. We will be hearing some survivor stories and we'll have some live performances. I'll be performing the song live. And, uh, also, uh, a woman, a country singer named Mickey Guyton will be singing, um, a woman named Allie Gonino, and then we'll have some special appearances by Chrissy Fitt and Laurie Benanti, Marissa Winoker, um, different people from our community that you recognize, um, asking for you to support this because, um, these, these folks that are survivors are, they've been in crisis mode. Yeah. We've been in crisis mode, but they've really been in crisis mode. So um, if you can tune in, it's uh, yeah. next Thursday, October 29th at 5 p.m. 29th. Right. That's going to be two days after. If you're listening to this on the day of, on Tuesday, when we drop these episodes, that is two days from now. So okay. on the 29th. 5 p.m. Pacific. So 8 p.m. Eastern. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Being out here mm. on the West Coast is like, I, you know. It's, it always has to, it throws me for a loop every time, but that's just, it's just so incredible. And I mean, you know, you've now talked about, I just want to give a shout out to our very first guest, Miss Benanti, because you've named her now for both projects. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's also someone oh, who yes, is very, you know what I mean? Cause she did like the double standards thing with you at town hall and she's oh, doing actually, this. With she, you. she didn't, but she, oh. she did want to be a part of the album. I think she <laughs> actually had a show or something. Oh, okay. 
but um, she has always, but that is 100% true. Mm -hmm. She has, she has used her voice for good. Um, and she's definitely a mom and I follow her on TikTok and she's hilarious. <laughs> and, um, and you know what, there's a lot of women in our community who've used their voices for good. And yeah. I've had so many amazing women, um, get involved in get a girl, you go, uh, Anna Lee Ashford, Anika Nani Rose is incredible. She's such an activist. She was on the road campaigning for Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, I saw that. that you know, Shoshana Bean and um, Carrie Butler. Ka Carrie Butler is, um, she's just got a heart of gold. And she's such a, uh, she's a, she's someone, have you had her on the show? We haven't had her yet. We've mm -hmm. asked. So she's, she's on the list. She's yeah. on the list. She's, she's incredible. And, um, and her experience right now raising two black daughters is is really an interesting and an, an important thing I think to hear about right now with for sure. uh, with everything that's that's yeah. going on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think you know, as artists, we always tend to be more passionate. I think, and um, and I so it's not surprising. Like for you to you know, I see all the girls. I saw Shoshana and <laughs> Anika. You know, like doing the video with you, and like I just think when you look to our community, yes, there are men who raise their voices, but I feel like the women really are leading the charge or maybe that's just who I follow on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell that's you, that's your curated feed. Men are leading the charge here. <laughs> they are. Maybe I just have really spotlighted the women. I'm feeling very powerful today. I'm PMSing. So I was like, give me the women. <laughs> Well, you know, we, you, it's, you, you kind of, you follow who you connect with. Right. So, but it, it's, it's, I, I gotta say, I was always, I, I've been amazed, um, at, uh, the, res the response to, Hey, will you join me in trying to make a difference? And I'll do the majority of the work. So <laughs> you can get on board this train and just use your voice. You know, I'll, just, I'll produce it. And do the hard stuff. Oh my God. You're just uh, like, you just keep going and going and going. Like when I, I think about all the stuff, when I was researching for today, I was just thinking, I said to Kara, I was like, I'm tired from the things that I'm juggling and you have like 10 more of them on you. <laughs> I mean, telling y'all the six week sprint. Uh, that's what I need I, to start doing. Thing. Put yeah. a time limit on it and give myself a goal. Laura Six Bell, you're spread. making it happen. I know. I do I do it for the day, but I definitely don't do it like that far out. I need to start planning a lot. Far, I mean, and you've even gotten out. all this accomplished from being on a 50, 50 day oh my gosh. road trip that we didn't even talk with about. With a small child. You're with not like 50 child. day road tripping with, you know, your spouse just hanging out, having a grand old time. You have a 17 month old with you. Yeah, it was uh <laughs> listen. I I'm, we're going, we're having to untrain the use of iPad and Elmo because we, we definitely had to use the, the iPad and Elmo and, you know, oh, yeah. to just to not have, you know, just to keep him occupied and, and, um, I'm just glad at that age that he actually would look at a screen for a long enough time for you to have a break. To be honest, that was my thought it was like, he's so little, sometimes they don't. I know. And then you're still. having to amuse him for like hours and hours and hours. I know. And it was funny is that like literally the week before the trip, he started to want to see videos. Hmm. 
like he would see me with my phone and be like, I want that. And of course, everything I'm reading is like frontal lobe. Don't let them. (laughs) And so, you know, I, it's not just something else for me to feel guilty about, but, um, you know what I have to say, it is, you do what you got to do. You go from that phase with them where like in order to get them to sit still, you just keep giving them snacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're in the stroller and you're like on the way to the park and you're like, it's going to be amazing. We're getting ready to go. We're in, we're headed to the park. You don't realize this, but we're going to have a lot of fun. And they're like, Eah. and you're like, snack, cracker, gold <laughs> string cheese. Yeah. It's like whatever. It's snacks for days. Um, and then there's an iPad. Um, and you know, God, first of all, what did our parents do? I thought of that about a lot. <laughs> like, what did they, what could they possibly have done right now? But, but my mother has said to me repeatedly, and I've said this on the podcast before, she said, parenting today is way harder than parenting was when she had kids. Why? Uh, the societal pressures of the amount of involvement that needs to be um, involved in parenting, the standards to which we hold ourselves with what we feed our kids, what we show our kids. Like, I mean, with the, the TV guilt on, comes the guilt giving that comes them with the it. iPad and then right, you're worried right, because right, of this right. frontal lobe. You know? Yeah. Right, right, like right. That, like the TV was on. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Like, they, it was like, whatever. They don't let you beat your kids anymore. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? It's so much easier. It's so much easier when you could just hit them. Just shut up. <laughs> my papa used to say, my papa would be like, don't make me go get that switch. You know, like the switch out of the tree. You know, it's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. No, we don't, we don't have switches. No. I was spanked. I also got, don't make me wash your mouth. That was soap. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I got that too. And I'm like. I was like, this Bath and Body Works is delish. <laughs> that sun-ripened raspberry. <laughs> Just like, mm, tastes like a papaya. Uh, you know, I, there, it, it is different. It's definitely different and we're way, way more conscious, which makes us also feel like we're, we're walking on eggshells or there's so m- many things not to do or things to do that when we don't, when 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 we either do those things we shouldn't do or not doing the things that we should, it's just something else to feel bad about, yep. and self hate about. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we do the best that we can, and um, and I think have to be living in the moment because so much that we do is just thinking about why, how we could have done something better or the future and what we need to do and all these tasks where if, you know, we could just kind of just be here, be present, have this connection with our child in this moment, um, without judging ourselves in the moment and them and everything, wouldn't that be better? (laughs) Mm -hmm. It would. It definitely would. It definitely would. Um, we, uh, Yeah, it would. We, so we always want to ask our guests an engagement question, you know, that we can sort of pose to our listeners and to our followers and, and, um, and hear back from them, help them to feel connected to our conversation. And, and with you, I know, I think we've even asked this before, but I, I feel like I have to ask someone who is so politically minded and passionate, what is your hope 
for the future for 2021. Can I, let's have, do you want me to make it smaller? Her eyes just got so wide. <laughs> let me get, let me ask you, what is your hope for the end of the year? Like what, what do you hope will be our general sort of consciousness or your space, even just within yourself, within your home, where you'll be in 2020, December 31st? You know, it's really hard to answer this question because I have a lot of anxiety about the next two, like 10 days. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. I feel like November 4th, I mean, and that is so valid and you don't even, that's, that's good. I mean, it's like, it's, I think it's totally valid that. Here, here, I'm going to tell you what I'd like yeah. to see for 2021. Yes. Yeah. I would like to see a plan of action to get us out of this pandemic. I would like to see people respecting one another for their choices and their beliefs. I would like to see people's thoughts and beliefs being able to be expressed without violent acts against them and without um, their thoughts being framed as violent. Uh, so I'd like to see some social justice reform. I'd love to see people recognizing their own privilege and prejudice. Uh, I would like to see, uh, I would like to see support financial and otherwise for essential workers. And I, I mean, there's a lot if I want to talk about what I dream to see. Um, I, I hope that we still have universal health care. And, um, and I, I hope, I hope that, um, people don't believe the lies <laughs> and that we put our, that we, that we're, that we think with love first and what it means to be loving person and what the, what that means on a political level, because politics is personal People say to me, like, I followed you for, you know, I followed you for your inner, because you're an entertainer. So entertain us. I don't care about your politics. And I'm like, well, it's personal. I'm directly affected. I'm a mom and I'm a woman. I'm directly affected by the decisions that are made. And um, these people are not authority figures. We vote them in. Mm-hmm. We don't need to respect them unless they respect us. So I. <laughs> you made I, me cry on that one. That was. I would just like to just see uh, peace and also just a sense of relief for all of us. Oh like God. to see us getting out of the fucking oh house. <laughs> yes. Yes. A relief yeah. in all ways. I mean, I think, you know, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I'm so hopeful that this nightmare can. I've almost, I've been afraid to be hopeful. Isn't that because after the last election, I, I went in, into it with such hope and I was so inspired and so passionate that I almost feel like it's like, I'm going to jinx it if I get too hopeful, you know, I'm just like in survival mode. Let's just get, let's just get to it. Let's just get, let's just get there. We're going to get there. You I know? definitely feel that it's like senioritis. It's like when you know, it's almost over 
or that that moment is coming. And then you're just like, let's just do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it and have it. And then we know the, what, what it is. And then we can then we move can forward from it. there and deal with whatever it is. Hopefully it's some relief. I think this is what I think. Again, I'm going to repeat this. Regardless of what this outcome is for this next election, we'll never stop progressing and we'll never stop evolving. And it's important that we band together as women to understand uh, the rights for the that the that the women who came before us fought for, and that we continue to put our foot in the ground and stand for equality for ourselves and for every single person in this country. And that is it. I think people will look back at this time and I do believe it. And I remember having this conversation with Christian Borle in 2016. You are either on the right side of history or the wrong side of history right now. Like when they look back at the sixties and, you know, even in your, in your history classes, they go, we knew segregation was wrong. Right. We knew slavery was wrong. We're going to know 50 years when they read the history books about us, they're going to know whether it was right or it was wrong. And so that's it. You could, you can be all greedy and all that you want and worried about your stock market, or you can care, care about human beings, period. Period. Amen. Laura Bell Bundy for president. Yes. yes. No, no. You know I'm what? A, I'm for I it. Am, I am here for, when you said that about, you know, we were talking about Amy McGrath, it's easier to be a politician or to run for office. No. Laura Bell. <laughs> I don't no. know. Somebody will be no, like. You can get more, you get more done. Somebody will be like, you know, once backstage, she grabbed my ass or like, you know, whatever. I, right. I have no idea what I've done backstage. There's no fucking way. <laughs> That's right. Oh my God. This was so, oh my gosh. Oh my God. I wish we were meeting for a glass of wine now, truthfully to kind of, I on, I'm like so revved up. I'm emotionally really alive right now from the conversation that we have that I need like a legitimate come down from this, but I'm so thankful that we made this happen. I know we went back and forth for forever, but thank you so much, Laura Bell. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Mama's Talkin' Loud. Special shout-outs to Rachel Spencer-Hewitt for our fabulous graphic, Kristen Anderson-Lopez, Bobby Lopez, and Justin Ward-Weber for our awesome theme song, our producers Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, and of course, the Broadway Podcast Network for bringing us to you. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.